This piece is called, Is My Natural Nappy? I didn't know my natural curls as a child. I didn't know them. Every time my roots began to snap back to their natural state, them beady beads had to be laid and slayed. What's that curling up in the back? Oh no, it's time to relax. Those quote-unquote naps had to go. They had to be put back in control. Because where I came from, straight was in. But I was taught that beauty was from within. So why then did it feel different? You can't get them braids until your hair is laid and slayed. It's time to relax. As a child, I didn't know my natural curls. I didn't know them. At age five, I started wearing extensions and I was introduced to what I would soon learn was a necessity for presentation, the kitty perm. As a child, I learned that my natural was nappy. And as an adult, I believed it. I believed that if I wore certain styles, I wouldn't be accepted, that I wouldn't be as pretty because you have an image to uphold. You can't walk around looking like that. It's time to relax. By age 22, I realized the time to relax was over. I found confidence, my lucky four-leaf clover. I wanted to embrace the natural that God gave me. I was untamed, unmaimed, wild, and free. I was beautiful and unapologetically me. Hey everyone, thank you so much for taking the first step to joining me on this journey. I'm your host, Tia Lise, and this is Restore the Core. Throughout this podcast, we're going to be breaking free through artistry. I just have one question. Are you ready? Hey everyone and welcome back to Restore the Core. My second piece in episode is on loving yourself and embracing who you are. The inspiration from this piece came from actual life experiences. I heard the word quote-unquote nappy in regards to natural hair so much throughout my life that it kind of resonated with me. I was getting relaxers all the time. I just recently went natural a few years ago. I would say it was part of my breaking free journey. And now that I'm actually natural, I have no desire whatsoever to go back to relaxers. It actually took me a long time to accept my natural hair, even after I had been natural for a while. But one day I took my braids out and my dad said to me, why don't you wear your hair like that? I like that. And it just kind of stuck with me. My dad loved my natural hair and always supported me on that journey. He was the inspiration and the confidence I needed to start embracing it and wearing it out more. And that's one of the memories of him that I cherish the most. So you guys, let's get into the topic for today. The key to loving yourself. So recently I was reading an article on self-acceptance and ways to enrich our significance. And it started off by asking such a simple but also thought-provoking question. And that question was, do you accept yourself? So I thought about it a little bit and I was like, wait a minute. What does that even mean? Like, I know it sounds like an easy question, but it's also kind of deep. Like, what does it mean to actually accept yourself? So then I kept reading and it said that acceptance is the ability to unconditionally value all parts of who you are. That means you acknowledge all of yourself, the good things and the things that need improvement. 
To love yourself means to accept yourself. And you are to come to terms with those aspects of yourself that you cannot change. That little tiny paragraph, you guys, hit home for me. Um, I'm going to tell y'all a quick little story that's kind of relatable to this that actually kind of affected me in life. So I feel like my perception of self-love and acceptance was skewed at a young age because I dealt with bullying for years. I have full lips. Everybody knows that. Everybody that's seen me in person, pics, videos, whatever, know me in life. You know this. That's one of the things that I was teased about. And the kids would tease me about my lips. They would laugh and joke. Tease me about the way that I wore my hair. Like, I wore my hair in braids all the time. And they would just be cruel a good amount of the time. And honestly, I didn't really know how to deal with this bullying because I was sheltered as a child. I was really sheltered. And I wasn't prepared for that. I was shy. I kept to myself. I didn't bother anybody. I tended to my business. I got good grades in school. I stayed out of the way yet and still someone managed to bother me. And that I kind of didn't understand at the time because I wasn't a problem to anyone. And still, you know, they found a reason to mess with me. And that was like the first of many encounters that I had because I dealt with more bullying later on, you know, like girls ganging up on me, just disliking me for jealousy or whatever reasons. I was smart and I stood out. I didn't go to school to goof around like most kids, uh, but I literally didn't deserve that. So I almost wrecked my brains trying to figure out what I had to do or what I needed to be in order for them to leave me alone. This just made me realize that kids need to be prepared for the cruelty of the world. Society can be a lot, and if they're not prepared, they're not going to know how to handle it once they finally leave the nest, so to speak. Also, kids don't always tell their parents what they're going through because I personally didn't tell my mom about the bullying and things until later on in life. I guess I felt like I could deal with it on my own. We all feel like that, whether young or old, that we can just deal with our problems on our own and that we don't need anybody. I'm not going to lie. I still feel like that in my adulthood to a certain extent. And this type of thinking has crippled me in a way because it has made me think and feel that I don't need anybody else to help me in regards to my problems and my issues. This is absolutely the wrong mindset to have. Sometimes we need somebody or something else to guide us along the way. And that's okay. Whatever that may be for you. Honestly, that type of mentality began at a young age for me as well. I was way more mature than other kids that were my age. And I understood real world issues and grown up problems. I knew that my mom had her own things going on. And I didn't want to be the one to put anything extra on her plate. I knew I could handle it. I was confident. And that's the number one step to loving yourself confidence but not the confidence that I had as a child not the confidence that you can handle it all alone and that you don't need anyone else confidence in yourself confidence in your abilities confidence in who you are and what you can obtain there are so many dream killers out there if I had to count on my hands how many people doubted me and how many people did not believe in me I would need more hands regardless of your religion your sexual orientation your past, and all the things that make you unique in who you are, love yourself. Because in order to love someone else unconditionally, you have to love and accept yourself. It all starts with you. The second key to loving yourself is breaking free of the things that kept you bound. For me, this was the misconception that not even who I was wasn't enough, 
but how I was wasn't enough. That how I was was wrong. Sometimes there are things keeping us bound that we don't even realize and that we might not realize until later on in life. But the situations and the things that we go through in life really affect us and shape who we are, whether we want them to or not, which brings me to my third and final key. This key to loving yourself is probably one of the toughest ones, but it's not that hard once you get to a certain point in your life. And that is don't take judgment and harsh criticisms to heart. Don't take judgment and harsh criticisms to heart. People can be cruel. And that's why you have to speak positive things over yourself, your loved ones, whoever you care about, so that when you get ready to face the world, you're suited with the armor that you need to be strong and to stand strong and confidently in who you are. I see in too many situations, for example, where kids are shunned by their parents and other adults because they decide to make a decision in life in their own lives that may come off as untraditional or not normal because they're not doing what their parents want them to do. Or they're not being who their parents want them to be. But it's your life. Remember that. You have to live in your body. You have to live your life. You have to be happy in it. So do what makes you happy and love what you do. And while you're at it, love yourself. Remember that you're beautiful. You're unique. You're different. You're you. There's nobody in the entire universe like you. You have to set a solid foundation and be confident Because if you don't love yourself, how are you going to instill that same exact love into someone else? You guys, this is the year for affirmations. Positive affirmations. Speaking things into existence. Speaking positive things into yourself. Building yourself up and building other people up as well. There is no reason to reciprocate negative energy. The cycle has to stop somewhere. God made everybody the way they are for a reason. You weren't meant to blend in or to fit in. You were born to stand out. The armor that you need to not let people break you is inside of you. You just have to find it. This is Tia and it's time for restoration.